My name is Telomere Venomstar. I greatly appreciate you listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. And from there, there's a variety of perks you can sign up for. <sighs> Perhaps this would be easier if I wear the mask. <laughs> Oh, there's so many perks! For $5, you get exclusive access to Discord channels! <laughs> For $10, you'll have an NPC if you like this modeled after you for a future show! And for $15, you'll get a behind-the-scenes show called Behind the DM Screen! <laughs> oh... I really appreciate you listening in on the show. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, the group was able to save the kidnapped child, but wasn't able to work up the courage to battle with Telomere Venomstar before he vanished. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So, Alistair and uh, Hilda. Uh, so, Alistair, you are flanked by Hilda, and you wanted to meet back up with uh, Jandar and Tilly. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, so you, after confronting uh, the... You call it that. I mean, it was a confrontation, even if it didn't go the way you wanted it to. Uh, you fought with the, the kid's father, who's... A piece of shit. Not stellar. <laughs> and you're now heading back to your uh, friends at that, uh, essentially that apartment on the, uh, I believe it's the west side of town. Uh, Jandar and uh, Tilly. The two of you uh, have purchased the the golden statuette of the the spider uh, off the old woman, and you're now like in the hallway, and you've got this you know uh, golden you know treasure from the Arachnos family, and you know that Hildegard's last name is Arachnos, which is kind of odd. Let's go find this Hildegard and show her this statue. <laughs> oh, okay, Tilly. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. So you guys leave the apartment. Uh, you guys investigated uh, Telomere Venomstar's room, and there's, like, really nothing. There's, like, no evidence left behind. Uh, it looks like, you know, everything was just really, really standard and plain, and, uh, you know, there wasn't anything too crazy there. Uh, you guys step outside, and uh, sure enough, uh, a moment or so later, you're joined by Alistair and Hilda. Uh, who, you know, uh, Hilda nods to you, too, as, uh, you know, she walks up. Alistair. Hilda, look what we found. And I show her the gold uh, spider. Spider, right? Alistair. Yeah, yeah, golden spider. Uh, she looks at it, and uh, and kind of, it looks like, uh, well, actually, roll insight. Alistair Jenner tried to beat up an old lady. Ooh, that's a good start. Um, Did he do it? Insight, you I say? Insight, please. I tried to be a That would be a seven. Man. Ooh, with a seven, uh, it's a little hard to get a reading on her, and she looks at it, and she uh, kind of looks up to you, and she says, where did you find this? In the dumpster. <laughs> the dump what? Stir. <laughs> she doesn't seem to know what you're talking about, as there's an no area, such thing as dumpsters. It's an area where people put their trash, okay? I bought it off of an elderly lady. Oh, did she say how she found it? It was given to her as payment for the room Uh. by Venomstar. Uh, Jander, you are having a a little bit of a hard time reading her, uh, but uh, I tell you what, Alistair and uh, Tilly, you guys can make insight checks if you like. If you want to roll again, uh, Jander, you can, but take disadvantage. Alistair, I give you guidance. What does that mean? D4. And an extra D4. I got a seven again. <laughs> you look at her and you're like, hmm. 
just can't figure her out. Never read Hilda. Hmm. Fruit pies are yummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're thinking to yourself, like, man, I could really go for one of those fruit pies. I really wish Telomere hadn't tried to, you know, take all the ones of the city. 16. Uh, and uh, Tilly, what about you? Natural 20. Wow. Yeah. With a 16, uh, she uh, she doesn't seem very concerned. Uh, she she's a little like a little confused by it, but uh, or, or maybe not even that confused. Uh, she just looks kind of unconcerned, and uh, uh, you know she's just sort of uh, uh, you know almost like this is sort of a surprise to her. Uh, Tilly, with a natural twenty, I can let you know that it seems like she's not very surprised because it doesn't seem like it would be out of the ordinary. What's the big deal with this thing, anyways? I mean, it's a giant ch- spider made out of gold. What do you mean it was the big deal? I mean, I've seen plenty of things made out of gold. Her last name know. is oh, Spider. I'm sorry, your highness. I'm sorry. I forgot your holiness and royalness and it wipes their ass with golden toilet paper. I wish. I wish I still had golden toilet paper. <laughs> Hilda goes, wait, still? You had golden? And she goes, never mind. Uh, Hilda uh, looks to you guys and she says, no, she says, uh, uh, you know, this is a... Uh, a gold ingot, uh, you know, from uh, the city of Inuina Lume. Uh, she says, you know, this is, uh, uh, you know, pretty standard thing. That's where Telomere Venom Star was from, uh, you know, my own city. And she kind of looks at the the gold statue as you, you know, hold it up. And she just sort of uh, kind of shakes her head and she says, you know, where, where he got it, I'm not entirely sure. He might have robbed somebody. Uh, he had been put away in prison. Maybe he had stolen it from, like, guards there or in some vault. I'm not really sure. Why does it matter if she knows? How much would you say this gold statue or ingot is worth? Didn't you guys just buy it? <laughs> she uh, she lets you know. She <sighs> says, I, I, you know, for the, the worth of its gold, she says, you know, uh, probably what you had paid for it. You know, the, <sighs> we were robbed. But she, she, you know, does say, she goes, but I will say, uh, you know, maybe if you find some collector, you know, they might want to pay you more for it. But now, uh, side sidebar here, didn't you say, didn't we say that this thing, what, what was the last name connection here? Her last Arachnos, name? Arachnos, it is her Arachnos. last name, yep. Which she has not brought up. That's what I thought. So, I mean, I'm still thinking about fruitcakes. I'm just, I just wanted to bring that out there. <laughs> no, Somebody else no, wants I'm to, thinking yeah. about fruitcakes. <laughs> Fruit you, pies, fruit pies. Sorry. You guys, yeah, you guys. And start, fruit cakes now. <laughs> so you guys start muttering under your breath about fruit pies, and Hilda kind of you know shakes her head and she says, "I." Uh, she says, "Yeah, I. Uh, I. I mean, it's it's definitely something he could have gotten in in Wina Lume. You know, there's no doubt about that. I. Uh, but I. Uh, you know, she she kind of looks to you three and she says, "I. Uh, I mean, at least the the people of the city are safe." You know, she says, if if he's as powerful as what you say he is, then there is a good chance that a lot of people could have been hurt. And she kind of shrugs and she says, I, I suppose we made the right decision. So that old lady was no help to us. Did you guys like beat up those parents or what? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Hilda kind of like looks down. She says, I don't want to talk about it either. Wait, wait, Let me wait. see this gold spider. No, I, I'll let, let me see th- the spider. I'll let you see the spider. I if went there. Tell me what the happened. guy was a dill hole, and that was it. That was freaking that was there. Yes, mm. Hilda kind of like uh, it looks like she has kind of a like sour taste in her mouth. She says, "Yeah, I uh, I don't see him becoming a good parent overnight." All right, so I gotta I just gotta break my train of thought with fruit fruit pies and be like, uh, "There's no connection here." The fact that your last name's involved. What? And she says, "I uh, I don't really like to." talk about my uh, uh, history with the uh, city of Enwina Lume, but uh, I'm uh, a fugitive. You're a fugitive? Technically. Okay, so... So, so did you break out of prison too? She says, no, no, I wasn't in Illithid Penitentiary. You're, you're not legally allowed to leave Enwina Lume. Why? The dark elves of the city, she says, they, they, they don't like outsiders, and they don't like their people leaving. They're very, very strict about that. It's been a rule in the city for hundreds, maybe a thousand years. She says, I didn't like that life. She says, it wasn't for me. So besides the fact that he took your best friend, what other relationship are you not telling us? The last name being tied to this giant chunk of gold, am I right? She says, I, my family was well-to-do. I was about to say, this... 
This is your this this belonged to you, did it not? She to says your family. She kind of shrugs and she says, in all honesty, she says it likely was. My family was pretty powerful. She says, but I left them behind. They're not really my family anymore, though they would like to bring me back. I'm sure. So you're not related to Telomere. No, he's uh, his last name's Venomstar. Okay, well, I mean, anybody can have a name. It doesn't necessarily mean it's the real one. She says, I can promise you this much. To the best of my knowledge, Telomere has always been Telomere Venomstar. I don't think he's related to the Arachnos family. Uh, in any event, I can at least tell you this. He's certainly no relation to mine. Well, since this trinket is yours, I think you should, you know, it should go back to you. So if you just give us 250 gold that we got for it, then we'll just give it back to you. <laughs> Are you trying to rook her? Yes. Well, I don't believe it was that much. Go ahead and roll deception. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn it. <laughs> One. <laughs> That's what you deserve, Tilly. That is what you deserve. T- uh, Tilly, she kind of like like gives you like, a, uh, like an up and down. She goes, uh, Tilly, uh, you know I own a store and can see bullshit a mile away, right? Yes. She goes, nice try, though. She shakes her head. She I shake my head, too. She almost seems half amused with your, uh, your attempt. Can I see that golden spider for a second? Yeah, I'd love to see it. All right, sure. I take it and I hold it over Tilly's head and I just drop it. <laughs> Gold's heavy. Uh, Tilly, uh, go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw to dodge <laughs> away from the spider. Dexterity is a 21. You Jeez. you uh, dive aside as the gold statue slams into the ground. Next time, think. Don't be a dummy. And then I pick it up and put it in a bag of holding, and I go, how dare you? Okay, so, Hilda, both of you are from this city. And Lena Lume, correct. How can we get to this city? She says, uh, you know, to be honest with you, and Lena Lume is uh, a long ways away. Not only is it across the continent, but it's also deep underground in the Underdark. Where's the penitentiary? She says, now the penitentiary, I believe, is a little closer. Uh, That was on the outskirts of their kingdom. Uh, And she says, to the best of my knowledge, if you can get into the Underdark in this area, you can find your way down there. Because Telomere found that mask in the penitentiary. Hmm. She says, maybe... Maybe another criminal dropped it. Maybe they smuggled it in. I, uh, I don't know a lot about this mask, but if it gives them all this power, she says. I mean, I wouldn't think there could be more of these masks, right? If it's making them this powerful, right? So he kind of said that the mask what speaks to him. Well, he kind of feels through it. I think like he has to do the what the mask says. Yeah, yeah so uh, Telomere Venomstar uh, Tilly, when he was talking with you, let you know that uh, if he's not wearing the mask, he's fine. He he has full control. If he puts the mask on, the mask kind of takes some control away from him. So he, he ends up having to you know do uh, what the, the mask desires, uh, which is one of the reasons why he said he doesn't really like having to put it on. He only really does that when he has to fight. And in this case, any time you've not openly engaged him in com- or, or, uh, in combat, he's not put on the mask. He yeah. do- he avoids it. He does not seem to like confrontation, though he's also a giant creep. Could could Hilda could Hilda find out more about this mask for us? She or says, does she know anybody who would know more? She says, "I mean, I can look into things. I I'm not much for for study, but I mean, I can you know see what I can scrounge up, you know, figure out, talk to different people, maybe send out letters to people I know. Anything you can find on how to remove it carefully or or nullify, you know, uh, whatever the word is, uh, nullify, nullify its uh, powers on him would mm-hmm. help us be able to." Capture him, or at least dispose of him again. Do you happen to know anything about the mask? Well, it supposedly has to do with potentially a god who goes by the name of uh, Illithid. No, uh, what was it? Uh, what are you doing? Where, where are you Tita getting this information from? The gnashing. No, uh, if you, Glarus, is it? I thought it had to do with the think, thing. I don't under think the we city. know anything about the mask. We don't know anything about the mask. No, I thought it had to do oh. with something under the city. Ooh, go ahead and make uh, uh, 
uh, our, uh, how about intelligence checks? Tilly, you have advantage because I believe you might have been the one who heard it directly. I think they oh, heard it okay. through the door. And you too as well, uh, Alistair. What is this intelligence? intelligence? Yep, just an intelligence check to see if you can remember. Ten. Oops. A ten. Uh, you believe it was a mask uh, with the power of a lord of madness. Or, or a, uh, some like uh, vestige of a Lord of Madness, some like splinter of their uh, energy. 19? 19, uh, and you, Tilly? 21. With a 19, uh, you believe that it is a uh, uh, Lord of Madness whose uh, uh, title is uh, known as the Jester's Intestines. And, Tilly, you know that the name of that Lord of Madness is Rathberry Tartarus. That's it. Yeah, Tartarus. The uh, the mask of Rathberry Tartarus, Rathberry Tartarus, however you want to pronounce it. I uh, let's see, does Hilda know anything? Hilda kind of shrugs and she says, "Ah, it sounds kind of spooky, but yeah, I'll I'll look into it for us." Okay, okay. So and you the said fire? the you said the uh, penitentiary is where. She lets you know that it would be somewhere in the uh, uh, in the mountains to the the north uh, west. Uh, if you guys want, uh, actually, uh, uh, Jadar, make a uh, nature check uh, with advantage because of your mountain specialty. And guidance. And guidance, apparently. I'll allow it. Uh, that would be a nature check. Yep. Oh, my goodness. That's a 26. Wow. Uh, with a 26, uh, you from her directions, it sounds suspiciously like Illithid Penitentiary is located underneath the Shuddering Mountain. And now that you think about it, all of the, uh, the, uh, the decorations in the mountain, which led into the Underdark, were made to seem like a Mind Flayer. It was all, like, the tentacles were, like, built into the walls. It was very, like, Mind Flayer-oriented uh, when it came to the art in the walls. And Illithid Penitentiary is the penitentiary where the, uh, that was once the uh, kingdom of a Mind Flayer, uh, or a uh, keep of a Mind Flayer uh, kingdom, and it was turned into a prison for the Drow Kingdom. I bet you Glyrus broke him out of there, and that's why his group is there. Or an honorable sin... Maybe because that's where we met that guy. Anonral Sin well, he was is there. that's true. And uh, Anonral Sin, to the best of your knowledge, did have other things going on before he was summoned into this world. You know, through that uh, uh, Raspith's uh, crazy ritual. Uh, but otherwise, uh, it does. You know, it does bear thinking about though, because I mean, let's face it. Anonral Sin recently popped up in that image of what happened in the past at the Paint Chateau. That's definitely something that's a little suspicious and weird that he's sort of tied to this area a bit. Otherwise, uh, all you know, uh, it could very well have been Glarus uh, involved in some capacity. You don't know for sure. But uh, uh, to the best of your knowledge, all ra- uh, all Telomere Venomstar has said is that he found the mask or he obtained the mask in the, the prison. And that was about it. And he escaped somehow. Presumably with this ridiculous power from the mask, but uh, he never necessarily did not necessarily say that it was uh, he was freed by Glarus, though it is certainly a possibility. So uh, if we go northwest to this, would the city be northwest past that further? Yeah, I, I. Uh, Hilda lets you know that it would be uh, northwest even beyond that, and then even then it's deep in the Underdark, so it's not like there's a very easy access. The, in fact, she lets you know that the only access into Enwina Lume from this area probably would be through the Shuddering Mountain, and then you'd have to go through Illithid Penitentiary, and then it would even then be a hike. Okay. She lets you know that it's uh, uh, quite a ways away. I just tell her that in our journey we've uh, we've had visions of this city, like something is potentially drawing us to it. She says, of Enwina Lume? What kind of images? What was the images we saw in the mirror? We saw a city of green. Oh. I don't know if that's Enwina Lume. She shakes her head and she says, uh, a city in a green mist? I think that might have been the, 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 the cast, the, the place where we met the fey person. It is true. You saw the image of a city in green mist in the mirror, uh, and you also have seen references to it in the uh, uh, the dream journal. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Hilda shakes her head no, and she says no. Uh, in Enwina Lume, the the buildings are as black as night. 
Uh, she says uh, the mm. city is, uh, you know, occasionally lit by uh, phosphorant fungus, you know, that they clump together in little lamps. Uh, she says, but uh, not necessarily a green mist. She says, not since, you know, I had left there as a, a youth some time ago. Mm. Well, well, thanks so for your what's information. The plan, boys? Are we yeah, going she, uh, somewhere? She, she shakes her head yes, and she lets you know that if you need anything to uh, go ahead and go to uh, her shop, Hydra Hill Tildes. Uh, she said she'll be opening it, uh, opening it up again tomorrow, and it'll be open for business. Uh, though she may end up leaving the area if she has to go investigate things, you know, with this mask. Right. Uh, so she lets you know that, and she lets you know that if you need her, go ahead and knock on the door really loud, and she'll answer. Uh, and you three are together. I. Uh, so as of right now, uh, you know that uh, uh, as far as uh, uh, major things that are kind of, you know, quote unquote on the agenda, things that you know about in the uh, the region, uh, you know that uh, uh, Esther Moonflower is waiting on a return visit from Belgaroth to go ahead and go do that uh, trial in the Nine Hells. You know that there are orcs that have been seen in the uh, far north uh, and uh, at Thunder T- or Thunder Tusk Cove. You know that. Uh, uh, off in the, uh, I believe it's the northeast, is a strange coliseum known as Ophel Gorger Coliseum. And uh, to the uh, southwest would be Lockwood Stables. A lot of stuff going on. Where would you like to head? Or would you would you like to do in, instead of one of those things? Well, we got uh, the professor back at the house who said he kind of needs some expertise in mechanical things. I don't know. Maybe we want to go that way, or I don't know. The orcs seem like a, a an important thing to you, Jandar. But there's also that trial, which I don't know if we're really interested in going to the hells for. I mean, that'd be kind of crazy, wouldn't it? You don't know if we're really interested in saving saving uh, someone's life or whatever. Well, it's saving uh, the soul. It's the soul yeah, it's of uh, saving a soul of the Etten. Lucidia Grohl. Lucidia Grawl, exactly. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, you also have the the knowledge that if I. Uh, they're likely, if the soul of Lucidia Grawl is bound to hell, then there is a very, very good chance that. Uh, that uh, essentially. Uh, 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 Zalaman the Wretched will obtain ownership over that soul. Oh, yeah, he really, really wants it. Yep. Which Bale is working for. Zalaman. Yep. Uh, so, what would you like to do? Do you want to go talk to anyone? Do you want to go do research? Do you want to look into something else? Uh, you can do anything you'd like. Are we going to hell? I don't know what... The, what. the only reason I'd want to go to hell is because I don't feel like giving the Zalaman character another soul because it seems like he's tying more than one. As soon as you say Zalaman without <laughs> saying the wretched, the words vomit out of your mouth and you feel this horrible, horrible stinging sensation in the back of your throat. Man. I have to agree with Tilly. I do want her to go to hell. T- Tilly that to go was to a hell? bad joke. <laughs> you want Tilly that was to go to hell? a bad joke. I I'm in a bad mood. Okay? I don't look. I don't look amused. <laughs> Big surprise there. Do you want to talk to Esther? Because uh, as of right now, you only know that Bailgaroth is going to return in some days. In some days, yeah. It's only been like a day since we tops. Yeah. Talked to her at least. It's it's now like the the uh, the since you last spoke with uh, Esther. I think it's been about a a day. Yeah. Tops. Yeah, if that. Yeah. Tilly, what do you want to do? You want to. I do not want to go to the Lockwood Stables. Of course you don't. Neither of you ever want to go. From there, I, I mean, if we want the Lunar Solar Cannon to be built, we have to go to the north to see if my. We don't even there. know what it's like. Why? Why are we so worried about building this thing? We're I not even sure what I to do with it. I mean, this thing is. It could potentially screw us. It's made of human and mechanical, or right. or not human, but organic things. So uh, we right. go we go that way to potentially find my father to build something we don't even know what it is. We well, go deal with the orcs or we go try to save this Lucidia. soul so that the wretched doesn't have more than he's bargaining for. I mean, my only thought is with the way our luck's been going if we don't go save this soul, it's going to come back to bite us in the ass. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, mean, I was having the same exact thoughts. <laughs> there is always a chance. <laughs> I feel uh, at yeah. some point we're going to meet the Zalaman the Wretched character, and he's going to be like more powerful because we didn't save this soul. He is, uh, from what you've uh, uh, gathered, Zalaman the Wretched is a warlock who binds the souls and uh, uh, you know lives of other beings to him. Uh, so potentially he could be looking to bind uh, uh, Lucidia Grawl's soul to him so that he can control it. Uh, Wasn't that other guy that we ran into a warlock too? That Volta guy or whatever? Saturn no, Volo. Saturn Volo. Yeah, Volo. Saturn Volo uh, in fact, uh, uh, pretty much all of the uh, uh, the five supernovas are, like, they're the five most powerful members of the uh, Cult of the Dark Star. And so presumably most, if not all of them, are warlocks in some capacity. Yeah. Uh, it seems like uh, Telomere Venom Star is sort of the only exception so far that you know of. Uh, but... Uh, uh, Saturn Volo is uh, the one who uh, was at Gila Swamp, had tried to uh, defeat you guys, uh, was real, real sadistic, and uh, he's the one who had mentioned that your father is in the uh, uh, the north uh, northeast. Which could even be a trap. You have no idea. For all we right. know. It could very well be. But he so, was powerful, and Venom Star's pretty powerful with that mask, so imagine this other dude with who's multiple from souls tied to them. So I basically... Mm-hmm. I want I want revenge and I want to hunt down the orcs, but right now I think uh, my vote is to go to hell and try to disrupt this whatever this weird situation is that's going on where we're just handing off a, uh, an evil well part evil part not evil soul to some person that we clearly don't want them to have control of. So I'm gonna vote for a trip to hell. And I, uh, uh, and and if you like, you can. Belgross, there. I'm going. <laughs> uh, would you guys like to talk to Esther about that then? Because uh, let's go. Last you parted ways with her, uh, it was just put on hold. Yeah, let's go yeah, talk to Esther. We can go talk to her. I don't so, even. I wouldn't even know what to do to prepare to go to hell. <laughs> I mean, we could definitely do some research here. You can always uh, <laughs> uh, study up. I no idea. Uh, so all right, let's just go. Listen, sure. I have to travel with you, Alistair, and Jandar, and I will just let you know what hell feels like <laughs> on the way to Esther. <laughs> all right, thank you. So you guys, uh, as Tilly complains about how bad she's uh, treated, uh, get to uh, the United Zelfire Church of Light, which is in the uh, uh, the uh, uh, under or uh, not the understory, the uh, canopy, uh, and you guys uh, uh, get to the church and. It looks like uh, there's a, a few different people like praying and stuff, uh, you know, sitting at pews. And uh, Esther uh, uh, maybe seems a little tired. Uh, you know, her uh, uh, lavender hair is sort of like kind of tied back in a ponytail. It looks like she didn't really spend a whole lot of time on, uh, uh, you know, preparing herself for the day. Looks like she just kind of was in a rush. And she sees you and she kind of smiles and nods. Let's roll up to her. Sure. You guys walk up to Esther and, uh, and she nods and she says, uh, how can I help you? We want to get on the bus to hell. She says, I'm not sure what this bus is. She says, but I'm more than willing to uh, have your, uh, well, and she kind of pauses and she says, I'm not sure that it is assistance that you're looking to give, but whatever you want to do, I mean, I don't blame you. Uh, you fought against Lucidia Grawl. If you wanted to make sure she's, you know, put to hell, if that's what you feel is best, you can, but I will be defending her. But Esther's kind of, sort of like, kind of, uh, uh, you know, nods at you uh, for a second uh, to kind of let you know her stance, and then she says, "But to be honest with you, I only know that this Belgaroth was going to be back in some days. It got put on hold, of course. So, I, uh, to the best of my knowledge, you have a little bit of time. If you'd like to go take care of other business, you can always come back, and we can try to take care of this then. I mean, don't we have ways to summon him? No. She says, "I, I mean, he said that he would come." when you know the time was right in some days i i don't believe there's a way i can summon him no didn't we before you Only guys at the, scu- the, the school the school so you guys certainly did but really what you did is you just sort of poured blood and attempted to complete a ritual that was already half finished oh okay at this point now there's really not a way you can summon him unless you have a specific spell oh, that can okay. summon forth certain people from other planes gotcha. but even then he's now bound to this zalaman the wretched you're not sure if that you right. know interferes with it 
So, All right, so we have a few days. How, how close are the stables? Or the orcs. Or, yeah, wh- which one's, yeah, yeah. I guess d- distance-wise, do Dis- we have an idea? Yeah, so distance-wise, uh, the Coliseum and the uh, the Cove, is uh, they're both about three days away. Uh, the stables are about two days away. Now, the other thing to consider, though, is that you have the ability to teleport. So really, the travel time there takes uh. up some time, but then you can always make a quick return. And we could return right to the church, I think. Yeah, you can return to the church, or, or I believe you chose the church and the Midori School of Magic. No, no, I chose I chose the... You specifically chose the Midori School of Magic. Yes. I mean, it's close enough. Across town is not a big deal. Okay. Oh, but I can learn, like, sigils from locations based oh, yeah, on the you permission can... of the person. Oh, then yeah, then uh, uh, Esther would absolutely give you that permission if you All wanted right. to. Uh, yeah, if just... there's uh, money that's involved with learning new sigils, or if it's just I'll time... I'll look it up. Well, yeah, we that's keep fine. Going. Uh, so okay, we can Let's technically we can do either one. What what do we think is more important? Yep, there's the Thunder Tusk Cove, there's uh, o- Ophel Gorger Coliseum, and there's a Lockwood Stables. Now, uh, to the best of your knowledge, potentially Tilly's father might be at the Coliseum. Maybe according to the intel of an enemy, uh, it's a little uh, uh, dicey. But if you guys wanted to assist, uh, uh. Professor Von Drakovich with uh, the completion of the Luna Solar Cannon, that would be the uh, the the fastest method for getting him that assistance. Is the Coliseum? I mean, that's if you want to right. assist uh, Professor Von Drakovich. What's yes. the what is the cove? Why were we being pushed in that direction? That's where the orcs were. Yeah, that's where the uh, the oh. orcs were spotted. Oh, uh, oh, the Coliseum. Okay, okay. Yeah, Coliseum was uh, it used to be controlled by ogres. Long, long uh, ago. That's where I got mixed up. Yeah, and then uh, uh, they just found it, and they the intel ends there because they didn't really investigate. Mm-hmm. They had to they leave left the area quickly. Uh, the stables the, or what? Stables were uh, a bunch of the workers who work for the uh, uh, Strakhelm East Narquillian Company uh, had. Uh, had been investigating uh, different routes to take, uh, and they came back from there horribly, horribly ill and traumatized. Yeah, we talked to them, and they vomited up teeth. They said uh, a few things (laughs) of note. They said that uh, when they saw the horses at the stable and they walked up to them, the horses' mouths continued to open, so, like, the the actual mouth continued on down the throat, and, like, the their jaws were, like, almost, like, the uh, the size of, like, their, like, he- their heads and their necks, and then uh, it's apparently the horses spoke to them and asked if they wanted a ride, hmm. and then one of them whispered something about the aberration whisperer, and that was it. And then when they vomited, they then lost all memory of what had happened. Either place is fucked up. <laughs> You're not wrong. We either go to hell first, or we'll, we'll we go to hell know. eventually, not, yeah, and, or we go to the place where fucking horses talk. Yeah. <laughs> or see orcs, which is so weird that that sounds normal. Oh, well, yeah. It's right. absolutely more normal. <laughs> or, we more the, normal. or we do the Coliseum. Right. Or the Coliseum. It's, it's, oh, uh, at this point, is now... Totally up to you guys. You guys know that uh, the the trip to hell has sort of been put on hiatus because you guys wanted to hold off on that. Uh, now, at this point, you guys have one of those three locations, or you could do something else. You can always uh, look into other things, talk to other people, whatever I think you we want get, to do. I think we probably should go check out the Coliseum. I mean, if, if, if the lead is that Tilly's father might be there, like, is there really any other move there that, that we should make? That and while we're away, he could be working. If if we're able to save your father, it could be working while we're away. Yeah, we'll make him work for us instead of them. That's a good good, good, good point. <laughs> good point. We'll shackle him, too, well, so also he feels the, the same. Ugh, I don't, I don't the know longer, that. The Wait, longer we that... Uh, the longer uh, he's <laughs> under the control of Glarus, the more he's making stuff. Oh, he because he did make that bomb. He did indeed. Uh, Glarus Galaxy Render uh, taunted Tilly back in uh, uh, in the bomb incident about how uh, her you know dad was uh, uh, working for him. I vote Tilly's dad. Okay, let's head to the Coliseum. Ophel Gorger Coliseum. Um, all I have to do is study the transmutation circle for a minute. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so you study the transmutation circle. Uh, Esther, of course, gives her blessings. She lets you know that uh, uh, she uh, typically keeps that room shut and like locked up in case someone were to like try to get in through mm-hmm. the portal. Uh, but she uh, 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 gives you a key. 
cool. Yeah, she gives you a key. Oh, actually, no, you would already have the key to the uh, to uh, church. church did, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's essentially the same, the same key. Cool. Yeah. All right, thanks. Oh yeah, she uh, she shakes her head yes, and she uh, she asks you. She says, "I I do want to ask, uh, and perhaps it's not my business. And if you would like to, you know, uh, be at odds with me in this trial, I understand." She says, "But what is your opinion on what to do with Lucidia Grawl? Or have you not given it any thought?" Me personally, I don't like this man that Balgaroth or demon that Balgaroth works for. A devil. Devil, whatever. Devil. The thing. And Lucidia Grawl was powerful. And she shakes I, her head, yeah. I don't know if we want another evil to have another powerful evil on their side. Now, that being said, I don't agree with what happened. So I guess for me, I'll, I'll have to make my decision when I get there, but I'm leaning more towards saving. And she nods, and she says, "I I can understand that. Uh, you you know, it definitely seems like a conflict of interest with this Zalaman the Wretched that uh, Belgaroth had mentioned, and you guys had spoke about. I, uh, yeah, it is definitely concerning." And she looks to uh, uh, the two of you, Jandar and uh, Tilly. She it seems like she wants to kind of get a, a feel and a vibe for kind of how you guys are leaning. And you almost wonder if she's a hundred percent on board with saving Lucidia Grawl because of everything that happened. But you know, she at least is willing to to stand by the request from uh, Melanios to to go ahead and uh, uh, defend her. I mean, bottom line is I know that half of Lucidia Grawl is good and was and was corrupted and the other half well if we could split them I'd leave the other half in hell but I also am not comfortable giving some warlock control of a soul in some shady back alley deal that's going down so I'm here to probably defend Lucidia Grawl and she nods and she looks to you Tilly I'm gonna be honest with you I don't really care what happens to the soul, but if the bad guy gets it, if we ever come across and have to fight him, he could be more powerful, and I don't like that. She nods, and she says, I totally understand. Uh, you you three have a, a mission in the, the area, and, you know, I totally understand wanting to make sure that it's, you know, uh, basically Pl- your things are stacked in your favor. Plus, I'm kind of curious as to why this individual wants this soul so i'm also looking to do a little bit of uh you know detective work while we're while we're hanging out down there well she says i uh, uh, i don't know a lot about uh, a trial in the nine hells she says but i will say do be careful when the time comes if i don't get the chance to warn you now i or warn you then i at least want to warn you now that the the nine hells are incredibly lawful but they are incredibly evil. So do be careful. Rules and regulations, things like that can play a large role in something like this. She says, I've been trying to do a little bit of research on top of anything else that you know, you've know you requested me to look into. And uh, it's uh, it seems like it'll be uh, a challenge. She, but she nods and she says, uh, so you're uh, leaving the area for a few days? Yeah, can you do us a favor? Oh, what's the favorite? We uh, confronted Telomere Venomstar. You know who that is, right? You've mentioned, yeah, yes. Yeah, we, we kind of ran into him. Uh, you know, saved the child that oh, the parents were the looking for in the city. Could you just get the word out to the guard and everybody, let them know that he's still on the loose and everybody should be very cautious with their children in the area? I will not only alert the guard, I will make sure that I pass out that information, you know, to anybody who comes into the church, give them that warning. Uh, do you want me to let them know that there's uh, potentially this maniac on the loose, or do you want me to kind of just gloss over that? I'd probably say that the child has been found and that everybody should be extra cautious in watching their children so that an incident like this doesn't occur again. Good idea. And she nods. She says, I'll certainly not name any names, uh, but I will make sure that everyone is on high alert. All right. Well, do we want to... Can we get some horses? Will that get us there faster? Is there like, can we get it from the Narquellian place or no? Go to the, the stables. Uh, oh, as far no. as that goes, uh, there's really not, uh, because it's, it's such a forested area. There's not a lot. There's not really a lot of like, you know, horses for like, you know, quick travel in the area because, 
you know, it's just not as is is you know much needed in this area. Uh, there certainly are you know horses and beasts of burden like you know where uh, uh, you know they they run like the uh, East Narquelian our Strachan East Narquillian Company area, but those are all chartered through, like, the, the business and stuff. But you could potentially ask around and see. Nah. Uh, otherwise, if you want to go on foot and uh, uh, just get there, you know, your own way, then that's fine, too. Let's just go. Let's hoof it. Absolutely. So do you guys want to leave uh, this very afternoon? Uh, I don't think you've really used much in the way of magic or anything, you know? Yep. I'm ready. Absolutely. Uh, so you guys start heading to the uh, northeast, uh, where you're presuming that the Ophel Gorger Coliseum is. Uh, Percival has uh, had let you know the the directions uh, to you know where his uh, you know people had found it. Uh, so as far as that goes, uh, you know the way pretty well. Uh, go ahead and roll me. Pretty much any text you want. Uh, so survival to find your way, survival to find food and water, uh, stealth if you want to cover your trails, uh, perception to keep watch. You can make one roll of your choice. Food and water. Food and water. I guess find find my way and do uh, Are we in the city still or are we in the wood? Uh, oh, you're in the forest now, so you do yeah. have advantage okay. for sure. Um, I will do perception. Absolutely. 19 on food and water. Nice. Uh, you're in a, a very lush area. Uh, you absolutely find food and water easy enough. Uh, you don't have to spend any rations for the day. You find a, a nice clear spring. Uh, you fill up your water skins, can drink water. Uh, you find, like, fruit within the forest easy enough. So is this a nature roll for me, then? Is that what this is? or uh, Survival for you. Survival. Yep. Okay. Well, but you have advantage because of yeah. your abilities. Yep. 21. Wow, 21. So uh, with a 21, uh, and uh, i tell you what, Alistair, make me a D100 roll. 43. The 43, uh, nothing else, nothing jumps out at you. Uh, everything seems, you know, pretty fine. Uh, you guys are walking along the trail. You don't notice anybody else on the uh, the road. Uh, you don't notice anything in the woods, you know, stalking around. So you, you think that uh, you're, you know, keeping a pretty good watch. Uh, you listen. You don't really hear, you know, much in the uh, area. Seem, things seem pretty quiet in this area. Uh, unnatural 20. Oh, that's uh, great. Uh, you easily find your uh, way through the uh, forest trails, and, uh, uh, you know, you guys you, know, you guys make a, a fair amount of noise as you go through the woods, leave your tracks in the mud and stuff. But uh, but regardless, uh, you know, nobody seems to be following you, at least that you can tell, and uh, the, the day uh, goes through, and you make pretty good progress. Uh, nighttime starts rolling around, and you guys find a, a pretty good spot to uh, set up camp. Cool. Yeah, so uh, as far as that goes, uh, you guys, you know, pitch your tent, you guys make a fire, and uh, you guys eat the the food that Tilly had found throughout the the day. And, uh, you know, uh, it's now dark out, stars are in the sky, and uh, you hear, like, the uh, uh, the soft, like, kind of, like, uh, uh, chirping of a cricket in the distance. Well, uh, you go into trance? Oh, uh, yeah, I can, yeah, if you want to take first shift. I can. Tilly, you uh, you okay with that? Yeah. Let's Tilly, we, you just passing out? Unless we all want yeah, to talk to each pass other. Out, what I would like to do uh-huh. is I would like to cast three instances of Remove Curse so that we can unattune our cursed items, and then in the morning we'll just reattune them. It works. <laughs> it absolutely works. You go ahead and cast, uh, uh, use three uh, charges, essentially, of remove curse, and you no longer have those <laughs> items bound to you. Yes! Do we feel any better? Uh, you feel fine when you have those items attuned to you. It's only when oh, okay. you go to bed, you tend to wake up and read pages from the book. Right. Uh, so you guys can go to bed and you don't have to worry about that. That is uh, uh, something you can absolutely do. Going to bed. Sweet dreams, fellas. <laughs> Tilly dives into uh, the tent and you hear... I think she'll still have nightmares from her idol. Yeah. Probably. Uh, when was the last time uh, you threw that away, Tilly? <laughs> uh, you don't even remember. Don't even remember. <laughs> Fair was, enough. It was everywhere. You head to bed. Uh, so, uh, uh, Jane, are you going into a trance? Sure. You go into a trance and you only hear the the soft you know chirp of a cricket every so often as you kind of uh, uh, stay sort of cognizant of your surroundings, but you trance. Uh, Alistair, you're alone. 
You no longer have the the cursed sword equipped or uh, uh, bound to you. It's you know in your gear or whatever, and uh, you're just sitting there, you know, by the the fire as it starts, you know, kind of like uh, uh, you know you know dimming down a bit, and uh, you're all alone. Go ahead and make a perception check. Twenty-five. With a twenty-five, I uh, things seem. Uh, real, real quiet as you as you keep watch. Uh, there's you know the the you know soft sound of insects makes it feel like it's pretty natural. It doesn't feel like eerily silent, but it's a pretty quiet night. You know, it's uh, it feels like a far cry from when you heard like the wolverns, you know, sh- shrieking in the distance when they were carrying gear to the Gila Swamp. Uh, it uh, it's a far cry from from a lot of other areas you've been, even like the uh, uh, you know the. Uh, uh, the Rainbow Valley. Uh, so, you know, the the time passes and things seem okay. You know, you don't seem like, it doesn't seem like anyone's following you or anything like that. Uh, after a while, Jandar uh, wakes up from his trance. And, uh, Alistair, are you going to bed? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So you head to bed, hop into a sleeping bag, and go into the tent? Yeah. Do I see Tilly freaking out? Uh, let's see. Uh, it looks like, uh, uh, the, uh, Nightmare Idol has not uh, reappeared. She seems to be sleeping uh, peacefully. Okay. Uh, Jandar, uh, go ahead and make me a perception uh, check now that uh, you're uh, keeping watch. Natural 20. Wow. I. Uh, so, uh, with a natural 20, and the, the roll I just made here, uh, you hear uh, off in the distance, quite a ways off, uh, it sounds like like uh, a hard uh, footprints hitting the ground, like heavy, like maybe somebody in armor or something is walking. But you feel like it's far enough away to the point where you probably wouldn't have even heard it. How it got picked up on the wind and you heard it, you have you have no clue. It must be a natural twenty. <laughs> <laughs> got okay. good ears. Yeah. Right. Um. At this point, your uh, uh, allies are sleeping. Uh, if they get woken up, they, you know, will have to go back to bed and, uh, uh, you know, so they can get their spells back and health back and everything. Did you want to investigate or do you want to hold off? Do you just want to wait where you're at? I'll investigate. Absolutely. Go ahead. Uh, do you want to sneak up? Stealth, yeah. Yeah, make me a stealth check. And uh, I, get adv- I have advantage for stealth right now because of the uh, setting. I let's see. I I if you don't have a class feature that gives you advantage on stealth, I uh, I would normally say no. But I tell you what, because it's night, it's dark, and I uh, I uh, you know you are in your essentially your home turf. Uh, I'll, I'll allow it in this case. Okay. All right. I think normally you get advantage because Tilly gives you the uh uh yeah, the blessing of the trickster. Yeah, yeah, blessing of the trickster. Yeah. That'd be uh, unnatural twenty. Wow. So, as far as that goes, you, uh, uh, you know, kind of like move off the uh, the kind of the clearing you had, guys had found in the woods, and you get back to like the uh, the main road. And sure enough, in the distance, it looks like uh, going down a different path, like than the one you were even going to be on. It looks like there's uh, uh, somebody in like heavy armor, and they're kind of like clumsily walking forward. And it's weird. They don't seem to have uh, a light. They're they're just like alone in the woods in heavy armor, just tra- traipsing around, kind of uh, not necessarily making a ton of noise, uh, but you know, uh, once you get closer, of course, it starts getting louder. Hmm. Can I get closer? Sure, absolutely. Go ahead and make me another stealth check. Uh, at this point, I. Uh, uh, you've gotten close enough to the point where you know you're at that distance and you're fine. If you want to uh, get a good look at the uh, uh, whoever this is, you have a couple of options. You can either creep up behind and it's you know it's still be a little hard to see you know what's going on, or you can creep around and get a good view from the front. But they'll be it'll they'll have an easier time seeing you. Would you prefer the roll with advantage where it's easier and you're kind of hiding behind, or a roll without advantage and they can have an easier time seeing you? Well, how does my new ability work? Because uh, I'm on, on a, I'm not familiar with hide in plain sight. I believe hide in plain sight allows you, uh, and we can always look it up later to, to get the, the firm mechanics, but for now we'll just rule that I believe hide in sight allows you the ability to uh, make a stealth check uh, 
uh, even like uh, uh, while you're being viewed as like di- like allows you to dive into like the the roughage or hide behind things, uh, hide like hide in like low light you know uh, uh, situations like you know the the shadows or something. So uh, in this situation, they'd still have that easier time seeing you. Uh, uh, in this case, because it's I, that's more about uh, uh, you know the it allows you to do that stealth check, but it doesn't necessarily give you the advantage. I don't believe. Uh, okay, I will. I want to take. I guess my final question is: is your mm-hmm. is, is this uh, advantage under stealth that I'm having? Am I keeping this right now? If you're hiding behind and you don't have as good of a view, then absolutely. But if you loop around to get a view from the front, you will lose that advantage. Okay, this is one move, right? Like, I'm not going to... Mm-hmm. This is just one roll. I'm going to go around. Absolutely. So go ahead and make a stealth check without advantage to see if you can get a good view of them. Yes. I'll take that uh, 28. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, I give him guidance. <laughs> You're asleep. And at, like, 100 feet away. So I... Uh, so Jandar, you creep around and you like you know it, you look down. You were about to step on a branch that was about to make like a loud noise, and you kind of hop over it and you skulk through. <laughs> you, you barrel roll over it. Yeah, and like, don't do make a any flip noise. in the air. Uh, so you creep around the trail and you kind of like hide down in the bushes and you get a good view of the person and you have dark vision, so you don't necessarily need light. And presumably this person doesn't either because they're walking around in the night. But this heavy armor. Uh, humanoid-looking person, at least presumably they are, uh, is just walking ahead. And what's weird is like when you take a look at them, it uh, it it looks like they they have like a very like almost mannequin-like face. They almost seem to don't like not ha- like they have a face, but it doesn't seem to have like any like you know features on it. Like you, it, there there seems to be the outline of a nose. There seems to be the outline of eyes. But you don't really get a good view. Like, you can't really tell who they are or what race they are or anything. And they they just sort of clumsily, you know, walk forward. And as you're in front of them now, you can see that it looks like the reason they're walking clumsily is it looks like the uh, uh, like the, the figure's right leg is maybe a little, like, uh, out of joint, like a little out of sync, which in a normal person would mean they can't walk. But in this case, the, the leg looks a little, like, twisted, but they're still stepping on it. A little like awkwardly and a little slowly, but they seem to be like whoever this is is damaged in some capacity, hurt, and but they're still walking forward along the trail. And the direction they're walking is technically away from my camp. Away, yeah. So it's away from the camp, but not even necessarily towards the city. It looks like they're just sort of headed in a uh, a direction, like uh, maybe maybe arguably towards the Rainbow Valley, way in the distance. You know, there there's the the city. You guys have gone up to the uh, the northeast, and they're just sort of going due uh, west. So they're not even really heading to the city. They they arguably will hit the Rainbow Valley at some point. And okay, it's, it's moving slow. Do I see any? Like, does it have any weapons? Uh, as you get a uh, a good look, it looks like there's uh, 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 no weapons on the person. Doesn't seem to have like a scabbard at their side. It doesn't look like they have a backpack. Uh, the helmet looks pretty ornate. It looks like a maybe like a knight's helmet with like the tassel at the top, you know. And it just sort of like bounces back and forth as they sort of stumble in the uh, darkness. Hmm. And they take a few steps and then they kind of pause and then it looks like maybe the the leg like their leg maybe has issues and it slowly grinds forward a bit and then they keep walking again. Make a perception check. Twenty five. With a twenty five. Hmm. The uh, the the sound of the leg, like as they like sort of like you know took a second to kind of get it to move forward again, it almost had like like kind of like a, a grinding uh, noise, just a, f- a very faint. Like you you feel like you 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 know maybe if you were really up close you know right next to the person, you would you know hear it a little better. But yeah, even from the the distance you are in hiding in the the bushes there, uh, there's maybe that faint sound of grinding as their like leg kind of seizes up a bit and then they keep moving forward. Hmm. I don't know what to do now. 
The figure um, is uh, uh, walking up. You know, it looks like they're walking by you at this point. They're gonna like maybe in a uh, you know a couple of seconds be like you know adjacent to you, and you'll be real close. Uh, and then they'll be keep walking. It looks like they've not seen you or anything. You know, they can't you know see through your twenty eight stealth check. Yeah, no big deal. Huh. Um. Can I use detect thoughts on it? As the figure gets close, within 30 feet, you go to use detect thoughts, and you don't get anything. It's as if there's no thinking. It just It's as if it fizzles out, as if there is nothing you can even use it on. It's, it's This reminds me similar of the, of the like uh, mindless creatures that were in the prison underneath the, for, underneath the city. Uh, to some capacity, uh, th- w- with them it was like a, there was sort of that like you know kind of like madness that sort of yeah. clouded things. In this case, it's just it's as if it's nothing. It's as if you use that uh, that uh, uh, magic item on a rock, on a tree that isn't Swamp Burrow, uh, you know, on, on just about anything that is almost inanimate. Yet the thing walks forward. I'm gonna step out of the bush. You step out of the, in front of it or behind it. In front of it, you step out in front of it. You know, maybe about like uh, about how far of a uh, range do you want? Like maybe like ten feet, 10, 15 feet, or do you want to be like right in front of it, like right no, as it stops? No, I'll, I'll take the fifteen feet. Sure. So you uh, step out, and uh, you know it's uh, within about fifteen feet, and the figure sort of like clumsily sort of stops, and it sort of like you know like wobbles back and forth a bit, and it just sort of like just freezes up in place. I, uh, and it just sort of stares. I call out to it. Hello. Can you hear me? Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you seek? Do you seek? Do you seek to waylay me? And the voice comes from the non-moving mouth. What? <laughs> And then it's it, and it like pulls out its arm, and then its hand just sort of falls off, and it looks like the hand is attached by a chain, oh, and a sword jets out, and it goes, on guard, and it holds up the sword to you. Tilly and Alistair, go ahead and make me a perception check. <laughs> Natural 20. <laughs> 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 uh, 24. <laughs> With a 24, you sort of roll over in your sleep, Tilly, and you're sleeping pretty well. You're totally doing fine. Uh, Alistair, you immediately jet up out of bed, and you're like, Jedi's in trouble. You My Jandar's head is going off. You immediately get this horrible feeling in your gut that Jandar's in trouble. Oh, my God. It's almost like Jandar's standing in front of a giant mechanical beast that just made a sword arm. What? That must have been a weird freaking... Tilly, wake up! Tilly, I, uh, you get woken I pick up. Pick her up and shake her. What you, the hell? I have this weird feeling. It might be that shit you fed me, or Jandar's in trouble. Jandar is probably standing outside the tent. Go check, and I throw Tilly out the tent. <laughs> Tilly, you get barrel rolled out of the tent, <laughs> and then I get my stuff together, and I grab Tilly's stuff, and I, and I bring it out in my arms. Like, where is he here? And you look around, and you don't, you don't see Jandar anywhere. Oh my god, his. That was his spot. It's his butt mark. <laughs> you look He's at the <laughs> butt mark on the ground, and sure enough, it's now cold. Oh, my God. Where is he? And in the distance, you hear the sound of metal, like, uh, cl- almost sounds like metal, like, clashing, like, ratcheting up. And then you hear this weird, like, grinding voice that just yells, on guard. Someone's speaking French. <laughs> uh, uh, here's your stuff. Uh, here's, here's, J- does Jander have his stuff? You uh, uh, look around and you don't see uh, Jandar's gear. Cool. cool. All right. Uh, I'm going to cast a cantrip called uh, Dancing Lights so I can see. Sure. You uh, uh, create uh, four globes of light that swirl around you. And you look around the camp and the the dying campfire uh, gave a decent amount of light. And this now spreads it out further. And you look around and uh, uh, in the distance, uh, off on like another trail, Mm -hmm. you see uh, two shadowy figures kind of like uh, like their their forms sort of like flicker in the uh, the shadows. So I can uh, extend this out to 120 feet. They just have to be 20 feet within each other. 
but that doesn't make sense. Whatever. I'm going to extend some out so I can get like a better line of sight to for a path to go. Sure. So you send your lights out, and uh, uh, in the distance, you do see it looks like Jandar and this armored figure. Uh, it looks like the armored figure is maybe holding a sword or something out. It's a little hard to tell from oh this my distance. God, my dreams came true. Uh, Tilly, uh, you get out of bed. You don't have your armor on. Uh, you're, you do see in the distance, uh, uh, now that uh, uh, Alistair's pointed it out, it looks like Jandar is uh, uh, you know, facing some kind of armored figure on a trail in the distance. I want to run up and... Get dressed. No. Take, putting on armor takes a long time. It does? Also, you have no armor on either. I just have like my jacket or whatever nightgown I wear. <laughs> Basically, yeah. It's it's uh, with a nightcap on. Nice. Uh, yeah, you do not. Uh, neither of you have armor. Uh, presumably, uh, Jandar does because he was, you know, right. about. Shit. Tilly, are you uh, d- uh, rushing forward? Yeah. Absolutely. You guys uh, and you as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Keep so, the light in front of us. So... Jandar, you uh, are in front of this figure. It's pulled out a sword. It yelled on guard. A little, you're a little confused. Out of the blue, uh, light sort of illuminates around you, and you see your friends diving through the like the tree line. And as the three of you kind of like skid up to uh, uh, a halt, you do see this weird figure. And uh, Alistair, now that there's light, uh, you know you can see it a little better. And now that there's light, you can see color because without the light, you only see in black and white. And sure enough, it looks like it's almost like mannequin-like. It looks like there's, it's like almost like a carved face on this figure in armor. And it almost looks like the armor itself is like, you know, just sort of built onto its arms. And uh, and it like holds out the sword, points to you, and uh, once again in a mechanical voice says, You'll not waylay me. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.